I'm Paul Garabedian, Senior Media Analyst for Comscore with my latest Many Screens Big Picture Podcast. This is a really cool one. I've got the creative team behind What Josiah Saw, a new independent film that defies description. Today with me, I'm so honored to have director, producer, editor, Vincent Grashaw, and stars Robert Patrick and Nick Stahl on the program. What drew you to a project like this? And Vince, I'll let you you start. This script came my way several years ago. I, I want to say it was like 2013, and I wasn't looking to do anything specifically horror, but I had read it, and I was just like, "Man, this is a this is definitely a terrifying project." That being, it was grounded in reality. It didn't sort of have any jump scares the way you'd expect. It wasn't gory or, or torture porn or any of that. It just was very much real people with relatable issues that happen all around the world and country and and. So yeah, it was just it kind of rattled me when I when I had finished. I was like, oh my god, this thing this thing was just it was spooky. You know, it starts in a more conventional way. You hear about this haunted house that's got a bad history. There's details to it. I don't want to spoil here, but campfire ghost story that kind of takes a different turn. The, the structure of the film alone was something that really I thought was different. Well, I think that's interesting because it, most of the time in Hollywood. When you hear about a horror movie or a spooky movie, there's a preconceived notion that people have about what that is, I'm sure, for actors as well. Robert, when you saw this script come through, were you thinking, oh, this is another horror movie, and then start reading it? And you were like, wow, this isn't, you can't really define it that way. There's so much more to it. What was it about it that really attracted you? Well, it came on my radar while I was doing a film in New Jersey. Uh, a little independent film with a gal, friend of mine I've known over the years, has done a lot of great stuff. And I was, I think I was tipped off to the movie, the script by uh, Ronnie Blevins. Uh, I think yeah, he yeah. sent it to me. Yeah, I think he I sent it to me on behalf of Vincent. And they circumvented my agents, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> the only <laughs> way. It's always a good sign that uh, somebody's got something they really believe in and they, they, they want to make sure you get it. So out of respect to Ronnie, uh, I read it. Uh, he's actually steered me into another uh, good project years ago. And I read it and I was like, ah, you know, I don't really need to do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I could just as soon go home as soon as this movie's over that I'm doing. Let me call the guy and I call the guy and his name's Vincent. And I call up Vincent. We have a conversation and I really enjoyed his enthusiasm. And uh, I thought the script was good, really good. And uh, I thought the role was very interesting, but you know, uh, I said to Vincent, I said, why do I want to make this movie? And he he gave me an explanation. I said, well, what's the best movie you've ever made? Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he told me and I said, all right, I'm going to watch it right now. And damn it, I watched the movie. <laughs> and he is such a talented filmmaker and i literally called my agency you know he can tell a story he's visually he's uh he was he's very gifted 
And so I called Vincent back and I said, son of a bitch. All right, well, I'll, I'll do this because your movie's so freaking good. And, and that's how I ended up in Oklahoma. Wow. <laughs> and Nick, I want to ask Nick, was it yeah. similar for you? Was it a situation where if you get a script and you're like, oh, maybe this would be cool, whatever. But then you talk to the director or the, you know, the filmmaker. Is that phone call probably the most important uh, chain in this process to get you on board? Is it the, the, that immediate bond with the filmmaker or is it a variety of things that do that for you, Nick? Well, I, I would say I probably had less going on in my life than Robert did at the time. So the phone call might not have been quite as important. I had less options uh, happening. And, and I, I was actually doing a, a horror film in, in, in Canada uh, when I talked to Vince. But, you know, I didn't have uh, anything lined up. And, uh, and it was actually one of the most interesting scripts i'd read in a really long time thought that the 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 role was really great the role really stuck out for me along with the the unusual uh script the it has uh it had a quality of like um like a kind it was kind of an art film almost dis disguised as a horror movie which um which really intrigued me that the 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 structure of the story was was just really unusual really kind of fascinating the way he the way he laid the script out and and then vince was great you know i called him and 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 uh and just you know met a really uh really straight kind of down to earth gave me a real clear idea of what what i was getting into and so it was it was, it was a pretty easy decision for me yeah. you know at that point yeah so. that's cool i mean i think always it's that initial meeting or those initial impressions because right you're going to be on set for weeks and weeks with everyone you're working with particularly <laughs> with the director and it seems like that vibe that just that interpersonal positive vibe that you get up front and then i think it's very interesting robert that you said uh that you watched a movie of vince's and that really convinced you yeah, I asked him what was his best movie he'd made, and he told me, and I watched it. Vincent, uh, excuse me, I, I'm 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 searching for the title. Oh, it's it's it was called, and then I go. Um, yeah, that's it, and and it was uh, about a, a a school shooting and and young people with guns and peer pressure, and it was just. Uh, such a compassionate piece. And, uh, you know, I, I felt safe with Vincent and agreeing to do the movie. And, yeah. you know, as far as Nick is concerned, look, I'm a huge fan of Nick Stahl. And the fact that we got him in the movie was uh, just icing on the cake because he's incredibly talented. And what he had to do in this film is, is not easy. Yeah. And uh, he and Scotty and Kelly. Uh, the other act, uh, the other uh, children in the ensemble of the crazy uh, <laughs> family, uh, they're just phenomenal as well. And they all, they're so gifted and we're so lucky we had them. Vincent is very, very lucky he had all of us. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of and the- And he knows oh, it. And Vincent yeah. knows it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, one of the main things for me, it's hard enough to get a movie financed and going in this business, right? And so by the time you do, so much of it to me is, is not just being a fan of the actors that you're working with in terms of their body of work, which Robert and Nick, uh, I 
very aware of their work throughout just me growing up. I mean, I was a big fan of both of them. But more importantly, I'm a big fan of vetting the actors you work with because if you get caught up with one, you know, you may be a fan, but it may not be uh, copacetic. You may just not hit it off. Uh, they right. may. There's just so, so many different variables that can literally hijack your movie. And so mm. I'm, that's a big thing for me in pre-production is, is sort of asking a lot of producers and, and actors and people that have worked with the individuals to make sure it's like, hey, how was it? It was pretty amazing. The response specifically Ronnie Blevins, the one who did get it to Robert for me and backdoored it so we didn't have to go through <laughs> some of the proper channels which again sometimes that's what you have to do and, and if you're passionate about your work and believe in it you got to do that and uh be honest like they did a movie here that you know didn't pay them what they deserve and, and they grinded it out for me and in, in a, on a project in oklahoma <laughs> and the weather is tough and the accommodations aren't always you know what they like i said what they deserve and um it's, do you think maybe that was the appeal of it? I mean, Nick, do you, for you, was it, this isn't the the, the traditional movie. This isn't uh, expensive trailers that we're staying in and all the, you know, the big budget stuff that goes along with that. Was there an appeal for you to be on a more intimate project, something that is a passion project with a filmmaker and co-stars who are really, that you respect and that you're, you're into this. Was that part of it for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, that that that's actually these types of movies. Um, if it, whether you're talking the 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 size of the budget, you know, being kind of a, a more bare bones, you know, indie film, uh, that's actually more what I'm what I'm used to doing. To be honest, I've I've done a lot more of those than I have like big commercial movies. You know, so right. so doing doing like a big uh, uh, studio movies actually kind of the exception for me i i i've done a lot more of the the indies and stuff and and there's i i, I feel much more comfortable in that environment i'd say a, a kind of a magic to working under you know certain constraints like that in conditions with with people uh who are passionate about about it who are aren't making much money and stuff like that sometimes i feel like it can contain a certain i don't know maybe a a a, a, a certain kind of magic or urgency in the in in, a, in the filmmaking that you might not necessarily get in a, in a big budget a lot of times and uh that 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 was that was not an obstacle for me at all well that, that's really interesting i mean robert could you tell me maybe what it was like i mean some movies are maybe shot where you live some this one what you were working and, and living on location in oklahoma was is that good for your character to just be immersed in it and you don't go home to your normal home you go to a hotel wherever yeah, you were staying point of view yeah 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 you're isolated you're away from your family your normal life and i agree with everything nick's saying uh i probably have done more low budget independent films in my career than i have big budget and uh uh the big budget uh films uh there's a lot that gets in the way it's more of a it's more of a production by committee there are more people creatively involved dictating what you can and can't do and a lot of things get in the way and when you strip it down bare bones and you just show up in a field in Oklahoma and you start the uh, process it can be uh, you know a really exciting experience uh, as this was so yeah it was just it's a trip and just let it all happen if it wasn't for low budget film I wouldn't have a career you know I started at Roger Corman I was doing films in the Philippines in the 80s for Christ's sakes not even no union no trailer no nothing you know, 
doing all my own stunts <laughs> and doing all that stuff. But you know, that pays off eventually that catches you, 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 your work ethic catches the eye of a big filmmaker like a James Cameron. And the next thing you know, they end your career. Um, right. So I, I have a real passion for these projects, but you know, it can be a disappointing thing. If you don't feel like the cameras are getting what they want, you just hope everybody's vibing on that level that we're all there. And we're really trying to make something unique. And that's the reaction I had when I saw this film, I was like, as a matter of fact, the way you described it, Paul, it was like, I think Nick said it too. It's, it's like, this was an art film. I mean, it's, I told Vincent, I said, I, I seriously think people are going to be looking at this in film school. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an out there film. People are going to hate it and people are going to love it. There's not going to be a lot of in between there. Well, when, when you're on location and, and just in, in viewing the movie, I mean, I know the cinematography is pretty incredible and it, it you get this sense of dread and it's, it's, but excitement, but it, cause you don't know what's coming next. Did it, like a great piece of wardrobe, does the does the environment of that house, because this is set a lot in this particular house, does that become like a costume? Are you wearing that location? I, this is to, to yeah. Nick and, and, and Robert. Is that, are you immersed in it in such a way that, because you were on location, this wasn't a set, this was a actual house, correct? Yeah, it was a turn of the century farmhouse. Yeah, Robert. Robert spent a lot more time in that place than than I did. Um, so I would I would I would defer to him on that question. But you know, but li- you know, Nick, thinking back when you and Kelly arrived and we started shooting those scenes, I mean, yeah. you kind of had that look in your eye. Like to me, it was hitting me was it's weird for him to be back here. Scotty and I have been here a while. We've been waiting on you. <laughs> you know, and and yeah. that's what it felt like. So, Nick, tell yeah. me about that. You're showing up uh, a little later than the than some of the other actors. It, what is that like? Do you just kind of like, whoa, I'm walking up to this set, uh, well, which is really a house. Do you speak to, to Vince and then introduce yourself? I mean, I'm just really curious to go behind the scenes of that process. I think everybody thinks everybody shows up on the same day and you just start shooting. But this sounds like you're entering a world that's already in process being created. And then you have to immerse yourself and Nick in a very challenging role. How did that work for you? What did that feel like? It actually, it actually worked really well the way the the schedule was laid out because Robert and Scott were, you know, filming the, the beginning of the, of the film more or less before Kelly and I arrived. And, um, and that that's that kind of lines up with the story. We we haven't known each other long. To, uh, just to just to go back to to what he to what he said and the compliments. I mean, mean a lot to me because I've looked up to him for for quite a while uh, as an actor, and uh, and so that was. I mean, just to see him in in his wardrobe, to see the house, to see Scott doing his thing you know you feel like okay i'm the new i'm the new guy whatever but very much kind of what the character was going through and uh and i got a real sense that they had been doing some really good work and when and just to reiterate what robert said when i saw the film you know that was very true man i i I was very proud of 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 the stuff they did of the movie i was really kind of blown away by it and to the question about even just the set and the farmhouse when you walk into one of those things when you've obviously lived with it finding exact locations are never you know you you're always compromising something but it was like when we walked into this it was uh it was clear that was the place you know it's funny man when you when you're making these 
films and and especially ones that are heavy or dark or scary you know people think like a lot of times oh the filming experience is sort of in <laughs> similar experience and it's like no I, I, these environments are you for me i'm having the time of my life and i like the actors that to doing that too you're watching the monitors after you know maybe doing a playback on a really scary moment and everyone's just having a blast and that for me is that's what we're doing but it sounds like this was a situation where the vibe was so good the environment was so great the actors respected each other and you and that i think that shows up in the work i i would think it it, it just felt very very cool that we were not making a horror movie on a sound stage and like so <laughs> many of them are done now and i think that's that was kind of emblematic of what what kind of film this is i mean we were out we were on location in the actual place and we you know digging into this world and uh these days man most 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 of these horror movies they're just cranked out like vincent said with jump scares and cheap cheap gags and and and, and they don't they, you know undeveloped characters and, and and all the rest and and this is this is not that kind of more horror movie this is much deeper much 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 more uh, you know much more artistry involved and 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 uh so i was very impressed by all of that and uh, I, think, I agree i agree I, I i didn't see it as a horror film i i saw it much more as a, you know a american gothic you know family disaster yeah. just a horrible thing that happened to a, an american family you know, uh, one of the things I want to mention, and Nick, I don't, I don't know. I probably talked to you about this, and I know Vince had heard it ad nauseum, but mm -hmm. I was under the gun, man. I mean, I one, part of the reason I was had a little trepidation was there was so much freaking dialogue, and there was so much that I was going to have to be able to learn quickly and do quickly because they were going to shoot me consecutively day after day after day. And it's like, fuck, I don't mm. know if I can do this. I mean, I, I, I've done a lot of work, but this is, this is a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff. Uh, the pressure was on and Vincent helped me out the way it was written. Some of the stuff that I had, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was beyond me, man. No, the writer had, he wrote in a, in a, I mean, it's very specific on how, you know, especially Robert's character speaks. And it's like, Robert, you really wanted to do it justice. So you would, you wouldn't like, you didn't want to steer away from a word. And so you really tried to marry to that. And yeah, uh, and you know, I was committed to that. We both were. And I got to tell you, Paul, there was at one point, I don't know, Scotty and I, and I don't even know what freaking day it was, but <laughs> I just had like a, I could not for the life of me say, and they were saying it to me and I was looking at them comprehending what they were saying, but I couldn't say, it. what was that line? <laughs> oh, so that line is actually the tagline of the movie. It was uh, you do what need be done. Then that was towards the end of the shoot. And yeah. so you were like, Vince, I've gotten through all these master big dialogue monologues. I can't get through this line. <laughs> I can't do it. But I mean, the other thing about this, the, I, definitely in every film I've done, we do not get the luxury of necessarily of having rehearsals and 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 getting the, I think I met Nick Stahl on day one when you showed up and we were getting into the first shots, Nick. I don't think we met before that. We talked on the phone, but, and that's kind of the case on every film I've done. I've never really had the luxury to spend a week or a few days to rehearse. You, you're essentially trusting them by casting them to do the work that they do on their own they you know everybody showed up ready to play everybody for sure Kelly, Scott, for sure nick nick was i mean nick was yeah i mean we were all there none of us wanted to drop the ball man we were we were we were in it yeah wouldn't you say nick 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as far as rehearsals and things like that go, the, the answer for me is that it, that it really differs with each project. But with indie movies like this, you know, smaller, smaller things, it's, it's like that's, that's what has to that's what has to be done. That's what need be done then, you know, sometimes. <laughs> uh, you, know. you know, but you do the big movies too. And Nick, you know this, you, you get hired, you come in that day and everybody's working and you got to come in and you got to supply, you know, you got to provide what they cast you for. And, and they're all expecting yeah. you to do it. And they're just looking at you like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right, right. And, 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 and that's what you're supposed to do. And, uh, but you, I would imagine you also have feel very confident when you walk on set that the director has everything in hand. I mean, you, you have to know that the confidence is there, that the command of the situation is there. Um, that's got to be incredibly important for both of you, Robert and Nick, and then a lot of pressure on Vince, although Vince seems unflappable to me uh, from what I've seen, but it does have to, I, I think you would agree, you have to walk in and feel like somebody here is in charge, let's go. Is that how it was on this set? Well, when time costs money, which is uh, once you're rolling photography, you just don't have time. So all the work's done in pre, at least for me, it, it's everything like from the shot. You, you need to be able to answer any question any crew member has, any actor has. So that's it's all done ahead of time to where come the few days you have to shoot. You just you don't have that luxury to mess around for, for months. And it was clear. I mean, I, I always felt Vince was confident about the material and again it was it was through conversations no rehearsals and things like that but until i really saw the film where i i mean his his skill as a director and his vision for what he had planned for the movie just blew me away because the script was great but he took what was on the page and and, and it was it was clear how much prep had actually gone into it once i saw the movie because it was it was it was way bigger and way more uh, interesting than I than I thought it would be. And, and that was very interesting because the script was great, like I said. So it's like the script is the blueprint and then you're going to build the building, yeah. right? You got to build the house, taking that from page to screen in the way you guys did it for what Josiah saw. And I'm here speaking with Robert Patrick, who plays Josiah Graham. Uh, Nick Stahl, Eli Graham, and filmmaker Vincent Grashaw. I'm going to wrap up. I want to get into what's what's next for the film, Vince. So um, August 13th, uh, Friday the 13th, it plays at Fantasia International mm -hmm. Film Festival in Montreal, Canada. That is geotagged to Canadians only, unfortunately, at the moment. Um, obviously, we're, we'll be looking in, to sell and get distribution from there and, and maybe do some follow-up festivals after that, as well as a release of the film, like the main release, so everyone can see it. What's up next for you, Nick? Uh, well, I'm in. Uh, I'm currently in uh, Budapest, Hungary, right now, doing a, a movie, uh, live action film based on a Japanese anime. Different speed than what Josiah saw. A little different type, very type cool. genre. But uh, yeah, yeah. Going are you in? Me. Where are you? Are you in Budapest? I'm in Budapest. Yeah. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful, wow. beautiful. Yeah. This is a great uh, city. We're, this is a multi-country podcast right now. And Robert, what's yep. what's up next for you? I'm being really blessed. I got I got a lot of work going on, and we got stuff coming out. And uh, very very happy. Uh, I just wrapped the James Gunn's uh, Peacemaker based on uh, John Cena's character from the new movie Suicide Squad, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And I think that James Gunn is a 
incredibly talented filmmaker, writer, visionary, one of those visionary guys, you know. But I'm excited about Vincent's movie and and I'm excited about all the performances. I can't wait for people to start to see uh, what Josiah saw. There's going to be big things from this guy. Vince, what's what's next for you? Um, I mean, we're, we're actually with the same team I did Josiah with. We're already going into, I mean, we've got a few projects lined up together and we're uh, doing a movie this fall fall it looks like and then another one next spring uh, we have a few lined up so i feel very grateful to even have that opportunity to continue making films because that's what we're doing you the hardest thing to do is find money to create your art you're doing great work vince and again nick stall robert patrick thank you for being here all of you it's thanks for pleasure. having us all right thank guys you. thank you paul thank you vincent thank you nick